Hey Bills, lame disclaimer time here. Just reminding you that by making the decision to listen to this, everything that you hear from this point is your own fault. What's going on Bills? I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And welcome back to Pilot Era, the show you're listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. How you doing? I'm good, mate. How you going? I'm good. A bit cold, wrapped up in a blanket right now. It's pretty cold. You put on some nice, fancy, fluffy socks. This is how we do. They're really cute. Little purple stripies. They're warm, and that's all I care about. Feeling good. I tried. Okay, so I got a. I think I got a plug of this juice thing, right? Okay. So there's this thing called Bay Juice, and apparently, if you drink it before you start drinking alcohol, you don't get hungover. It's like. This fairly new thing, and it's just 100% Korean pear juice. I don't really know what the difference between a Korean pear and a normal pear is. But yeah, this, I think it's a Melbourne-based company. It's like these two people. They're like importing Korean pears to make pear juice. Right. So it must be different to a normal pear. Well, I assume there's something about pectins. Like if you take a fucking huge dose of pectins, it can get like certain things out of your system. Oh, really? So maybe... that's what it is? Maybe it can dissolve like the byproducts of alcohol or something, and these pears just have heaps of pectin in them. Yeah, right. Because people who buy like liquid pectin satchel things and just smash them. Oh, yeah. Well, I so we had a birthday party last night. Kesha's thirtieth. Shout out to uh, Kesh. She doesn't. Listen. She's not a listener of the podcast. Well, we'll find out after this, won't we? That's how we find out whether people listen. Is just give them shit. Like you fucking said this shit about me on your podcast. Yeah, whatever. And I knew it was going to be a fairly big night. But I wanted to be productive today, like with dancing and stuff, because I've got three dance recordings next week. Yeah, it seems crazy. Two tomorrow, one on Tuesday. I was like, okay, I really need to get some last minute practice in. But I knew I was probably going to be fucked today. But I had this Korean pear juice. But You could buy it at Woolworths, by the way, and like Dan Murphy's, I think you can buy it. Had it before I started drinking and I actually felt like okay today. Right. I think it worked. Well, you also didn't drink as much as you normally would and you weren't just drinking wine the whole night. Yeah, I think I only had like two glasses of wine because the wine was fucking sucked. <laughs> no offense. I think um, it's fun to say that if it, if it sucked. I just don't like Sav Blanc, dude. Well, that was your only choice, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm drinking wine now, the old uh, Pinot Grigio. I love a bit of uh, Pinot, Pinot Grigio. Big, big fan of the Pinot. The Pinot. <laughs> the penis. What? What? Hmm? But yeah, I'm, I, I reckon. I think I need to do a proper test, though, where I actually get like blackout drunk. I mean... Maybe it only only works to a degree. Maybe it's one of those things that's only for if you have, like, a few drinks. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually felt fine today. I got up and did dance practice, cleaned the house, went to the supermarket. And then you started to feel hungover when we got to the supermarket. In Bunnings, I was a bit like, how you going, you know? bit how you going? A bit how you going. But I got there. Man, that's such an Australian thing. A bit how you going. Yeah, it's good. I love it. I'm going to start using it. I started using it because of Larissa. Laser booms? Yeah, I love... Uh, it's so funny when she says it, to be honest. I just think she's funny. <laughs> we were talking last night about like how funny we found each other. It was pretty cute. Like, I think you're funny. I think you're funny. We laugh so much together. Ha, ah, we're so amazing. Let's get another drink. Yeah, let's do shots. <laughs> let's do fireball shots. Oh, God. But no, I feel great. Cool. <laughs> that's That's how I am. You asked me how I was and I told an entire story about juice. About juicing. Yeah. Oh, but it was a really fun party. I had a really good time. That's basically all we've done all weekend, right? Yeah, eight tacos at a party. Oh, the food was so good. And then I've just been doing dance practice. Just eating a lot of food, yeah. 
We're going to get some more food after this. So All I've eaten is like burgers and tacos. Sandwich. Subway. I've just been eating like a lot of sandwich-based products. Yeah, the sandwiches from around the world, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wait. And you've been HSPing like every meal that we make just for funsies. Yeah, I've I've discovered that you can turn anything into an HSP. Yeah. <laughs> you just like you put cheese in between two things. Yeah, you just put your chosen carb on the bottom. Put your chosen protein and cheese and then just cover it in sauces. And if you if you want to, you know, do a little heaty heat in the microwave to like melt the cheese. And there you go. You can make a snack pack out of anything. That's that's a life hack, I'm telling you. <laughs> Kate's life hacks. Um like what was it I do yesterday? We had smiley face fries, egg and bacon, yeah, bacon was a protein, that's right. So I just like, um, yeah, had the smiley face fries on the bottom and then put like bacon, like crumbled up the bacon because it was quite crispy. And then, yeah, cheese, fucking microwaved it and then you just put sauce on top. I think I put chili chili sauce and mayonnaise. Boom, snack pack. People listening are probably like, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you also had eggs on that. So you had... Oh, yeah, the egg, egg as well. So you had egg sauce. Yeah, the egg was part egg. of the sauce, yeah. Actually, I don't think I did put mayonnaise on it. I think I just put um, chili sauce because there's already a lot of, like, fat coming from the yolk. But no, it was awesome. Love a snack pack. Do they have, like, snack packs in other countries? I think it's a very Australian thing. Like, if you went to an American, oh, I'm, I'm going to go down, get an HSP. I don't think they know what that is. They'd be no. like, what, what is that? You're like, oh, halal snack pack. They'd be like, what? I'm going to take this shovel out of your hand. We probably should stop digging this hole and move on to... Uh... <laughs> That's my... Is that what it sounds like when you dig? Well, you don't have a... <laughs> Is that what it sounds like when you dig? I don't you... think I've ever dug a hole. Have you ever dug a hole yes. with a shovel? Yes. When? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? When you got to, like, plant things or, like, I mean, remove plants from the ground or just, like, for fencing or... I, I literally think I've never dug a hole. I think that's something I should do, right? I've never dug a hole. I don't gonna... think I've ever held a proper shovel. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like maybe a little plastic, you know, kid's shovel on the beach. Like I've dug a hole. So you've played in sand pits and dug holes in sand pits, obviously. Yeah, but I'm talking about, you know, proper like metal heavy duty shovel digging a hole in the ground. I don't think I've ever done that. I guess if you want to set your New Year's resolutions really low for next year, you can pop it on the list. <laughs> Just pop it on. Dig hole with shovel. Oh, man. Apparently, it's really tiring, though. Yeah, it fucks you up. What do you mean? <laughs> anyway, I also liked how you didn't have very much elbow room. So you were just doing it like two hands, like right in your crotch. <laughs> well, I'm you... also trying to stay in the blanket because I'm yeah. cold. <laughs> so it looks like you're digging like from just under your legs. And then you're just pouring the dirt into your own face. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have no space to actually move your arms. Classic. Oh, all right, let's move on. Let's get to what we've been watching. There's not much on the list. There is only one thing, but we were able to actually go back to the cinema for the first time. Whoop, whoop. I mean, we've been able to go to the cinema for a while, but there hasn't been anything that's actually been on at the cinema that we couldn't watch at home Yeah, that we wanted to see. It's been a slow ramp up with them getting movies back into the cinema, I reckon. Yeah. And most of the movies that are coming out in the cinema now were meant to come out. Like Spiral was supposed to come out. Sorry, we haven't even said the name of the movie we went to see yet. We watched Spiral at the movies. We're still um, talking about the movies. <laughs> I believe it came out. It was supposed to come out like October or November last year or something. Right. Yeah. So it got delayed. 
I literally didn't even hear about it until like maybe a month ago. Really? Yeah. I'd- oh, no, I knew it was coming up. They Because they announced that it was coming up like a, a while ago. You're more into the sword news than me. Yeah. Plugged yes. in. So we finally went to cinema. I was so happy to be back there. We went to Palace at uh, Pentridge, which is right near our house. Oh, I just doxed us. Yeah, because there's no other houses right near it. Yeah, that's true. And it's a brand new cinema because it's just been built. It was really nice in there. It was. It had like really small rooms. Mm, How many seats really are small. like in there? Do you I reckon? Don't know. Like 20? <laughs> nah, like probably more than 20. Like 40? Yeah, maybe 40, 50 or something. Really small cinema. It was like probably like a quarter size, right? Yeah, it was tiny. Everything brand new, very like gold and black sort of thing. It was a little bit creepy because it was very. We went at like twelve p.m. on a Saturday, and there was like no one there, and it was a little bit creepy. It was like this horror movie looking like fucking really long hallway. You know what cinemas look like? Really long hallway with all the doors on the side. Yeah, because it was, it was so quiet, it was a bit creepy. It was kind of like a scene from The Shining when we're just walking up to watch oh, 100%. this movie. Yeah, and when I went to the toilet. I actually got like, I felt a little bit frightened. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a bit creepy. Right. Well, they but, don't have the usual cinema, like a speaker playing like some shitty pop music no, it was or just, something. Like, dead it was silent. Just nothing happening. Yeah. So there was only us, uh, like a couple of guys behind us and then like a woman by herself, which was so random because she was like a middle-aged woman. Just like. I mean, you're almost a middle-aged woman. No, I am a middle-aged woman. <laughs> but you know, she was like, I don't know, like. 50 or 60 or something come by herself to watch spiral i was like oh good for you like but it was unusual maybe she's a, a reviewer or something oh maybe she's like fuck i have to go see spiral today not looking forward to it yeah what a shame but no it was nice and we got i got like popcorn and a fucking uh mint choc top but it was it was like this fancy choc top it was like mint and cookie I think they're made there. Yeah, yeah, they are. Like it's they've got like this olive oil popcorn or something, and like these fancy fucking um, mint choc tops. It had bits of like Oreo cookie in it. It was so good. Nice. Yeah. I like how downstairs there's an IGA, and that IGA sells like so much popcorn, like huge, huge bags of popcorn. Obviously, to like prey off the fact that the cinema's right yeah. there. Oh, we make all this popcorn, but you can't take it in. No, it's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but they're, yeah, they're probably capitalizing on the fact that like when you go in to that mall, it literally smells like popcorn like everywhere. Because from the cinema and from because there's a there's like a kid, like a sixteen year old kid making popcorn in Richie's just all day all long. Day. That's all they do. And they yeah, as you said, these huge bags. I don't know, you know, if you say in grams, it's not a lot because popcorn weighs fucking nothing. But this bag is like probably what like sixty centimeters big, like yeah, long. Yeah, it's huge. I bought one once. I ate like literally about a tenth of it and then I had to chuck it out because it got bad. I don't know why I bought that. They also do little like smaller portions of it. But we got to do it one time, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's like me. I've bought every dairy-free dessert that they sell to try to find one that's any good. Oh my God. And they're so expensive. Yeah. How much? They're like $20 or something. The only one that I found that I like is 19 bucks. Yeah. That's fucked, dude. <laughs> Like you could but just make you could yeah, but I could just make you. Well, I'm not very good at baking, but I could just make you something for literally five dollars. That was, yeah, and I don't want to bake every week. Yeah, that's true. I do need to. I uh, I need to bake something soon. Yeah, you owe me fucking cookies, mate. <laughs> I just hate baking because I'm so bad at it. It just always turns out shit. Well, the cookies don't turn out shit. They're not even baking. It's like don't even need like a mixer or anything. You just do it with a whisk. Yeah, 
No, I promise I, I will make you those miso Cracking cookies. These, crapping my whip on these cookies. I fucking want them. <laughs> I'll make the miso cookies again. Yes. And they're, they're quite, they're good because I don't really like desserts that are super sweet and those are nice because they're quite savory. Yeah. Um, and then you put like chocolate on top. So it's like, yeah, the cookie tastes quite savory, but then you have this sweet chocolate on top and it's, yeah, they're really nice. But we usually get dark chocolate anyway. Make yeah. It like <laughs> yeah. I, what else did I say I wanted to make? Oh, Just- sticky toffee pudding. Yes, like sticky date pudding. Sticky yeah. date pudding. I haven't made... Yeah, I made that once and it actually turned out okay. It turned out amazing. It was just that it wasn't individual puddings. It was like a cake that was a sticky date pudding. Yeah, yeah. So we had to eat like an entire cake mm. in a week. It's not something that we do. I feel like that was literally like four years ago that I made that. We were in here. We are in this house. Yeah, well, we've been in this house for like four years now, I think. Or more. Well, I don't think it was one of the first things you made. No. No, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I do need to improve my baking skills. Maybe I should go. I always go and do these cooking classes, but I go to cooking classes where it's like food that I already know how to make. Yeah, but it's food you enjoy making. Yeah. And then they teach you things that you wouldn't know otherwise. Oh, 100%. Like the Japanese cooking class I did was great. Like I learned a lot of things from that. Yeah, but you know what's wrong with your baking. I'm just impatient. Yes. And I don't like measuring things properly. And that's all baking is. And also our oven. Because now we know our oven literally runs 20 degrees hotter. I bought an internal thermometer for it. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now I can actually set the oven properly and that will that will change everything. But also you have to measure everything. And it has yeah. to be in the form that it says. Yeah. It's like melted butter and softened butter are not the same thing. <laughs> <sighs> one cup leveled off and one cup scoop are not the same thing. Who's got time for wait to wait for butter to melt? Baking naturally? powder and baking soda are not the same thing. Yeah, you can, you know, you can look on Google and it says, oh, yeah, just substitute for this. No. <laughs> Ugh, fuck. Just do what they say. That's that's why I hate bake. Like, savoury food, you can just sub things. You can just do things by eye, by taste. Like, that's why it's so much more fun. There's no fucking around. Well, there is fucking around, which is why it's good. <laughs> yeah, baking, no nonsense, mate. you got to do it what they say. Nah. I'm not about that life. Fucking anarchy. All right. So we watched Spiral. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you think of it? I actually really liked it. I know it's it's gotten pretty bad reviews, I think. Has it? Yeah. Well, I, I spoke to Matthew and he was like, I, he said, how was the movie? I said, oh, I really liked it. It was really like, I liked it a lot. It was fun. And he said, oh, it had really bad reviews. Went, oh. But, you know, like, you know what you're getting in for. Do any of the Saw movies have, like, good reviews? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe the first one. Yeah. Because that was, like, the first of its kind, you know? That was... It was pretty epic. That came out and everyone everyone watched that movie. Nothing had ever really been done like that before. Yeah, but after that one, they realised that the parts that they didn't put in the movie were the only parts that people wanted to see. Because <laughs> it was, like, all the traps and stuff was not, like, what the first movie was about. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. So you only saw, like, the aftermath. Mm. Or like little clips of it or whatever. We really have to rewatch Saw, the first one. Because yeah. I, I haven't seen it for years. I remember, pretty crazy. I'm trying to think how old I was. I think I was probably about like 13 or something. And I went to, I was going to say house party, but it wasn't really a house party. It was like a... A gathering. A gathering at someone's house um, when I lived overseas. And they had Saw playing. And back then... As I've said on the podcast a bunch of times, like I couldn't deal with any kind of like horror or gore or anything. Like I hated it. And they just had saw. We probably weren't supposed to be watching it. We were fucking 13 years old. Well, yeah, legally, no. <laughs> yeah. But everyone was watching it and it was just playing like at this party and I saw little bits of it and I just, I remember just being kind of scarred by it, right? 
And then it wasn't until years later that I actually watched it properly. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then, yeah, I've watched every Saw movie ever since. Multiple times. Yeah. You know, I know it's shit, okay? I know it's just, you know, gore porn. I know that. People go, oh, well, fuck, it's, you're just enjoying watching people get... Yeah, of course I'm enjoying pe- people getting tortured. That's what you watch it for. <laughs> I love it. This was no exception. You know, you go in there, you know, you, you're you expecting to get something and you get it. And I don't think it was the best Saw me- movie, of course, but it was still enjoyable and a bit of fun. It's a decent review. That's my opening statement. <laughs> just went back into my... delved into my past. We're not doing opening statements. We're not... This podcast episode is not about the spiral. <laughs> I thought it was... A decent movie. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I think... I don't know what people are comparing it to to be upset. Like, it had the traps or whatever, and it still had the TV, but now it's a pig head person doing it. Like, what? whatever. It's still the same thing. But they had to stop doing Saw and do this. Yeah. Because the story got so fucking convoluted yeah. and stupid <laughs> that they could not keep it going. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, they couldn't keep it going because it's like there's no way that Jigsaw could have orchestrated more shit than he already has. Yeah. There was just no time for him to set more stuff up. No, and then they had other people doing it, but yeah. then they it's would like, turn it around and be like, no, but that was actually him. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's like, you can't, yeah, you can't just keep adding fucking, uh, what's the name of the woman that was like his disciple, like Hannah or something. I can't remember her name. But like, you can't just keep adding Hannah's on and being like, well, this person was also working for... Oh, spoiler. Like, it's just like, nah, you can't keep that going. So now it's the book of from the Book of Saw. Yeah. So it's this new... People just say it's a copycat. Yeah, this new character that is doing Saw-like traps, but it's not actually related to Jigsaw anymore. The big twist for this whole thing was pretty obvious. We guessed it, like, halfway through the movie. Yeah, less than, I think. Yeah. There are certain things with Saw movies that you're like, oh, that's pretty obvious. That's going to be like a throwaway thing that they bring up later. Yeah. But yeah. At one point you like looked at me and you were like, do you know who it is? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think, yeah, it was probably like another half an hour and then they finally revealed who it was and we were like, got it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't difficult. No, it's pretty obvious, but I still in- enjoyed it. Like I thought that character was quite... Interesting. Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, I loved it. I was I was a little bit um, dubious about Chris Rock. I'm still dubious about Chris Rock. Well, I didn't really know what he was going to be like in this kind of role. He's fine as an actor. He's yeah. just very fucking loud all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just needs to pull it back a little bit, like meet other people's energy. Yeah, he's pretty full on. Especially him compared to the guy that they made his partner. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the riding when they... F- uh, first together in the car and then when they're walking through the subway and stuff. And I thought it was like a bit reminiscent of like a Tarantino film and mm. how he writes them. And I was like, this is this could be written like really yeah. well. And then just stopped doing that. Yeah. Some of the dialogue at the start was really good. And there was, yeah, there was some interesting interactions. And like, so Samuel L. Jackson is Chris Rock's dad in this movie. And like their dynamic was pretty fun together. And like, there was like a, it wasn't even a joke. It was more just like a. It's just Samuel L. Jackson talking. Just Samuel L. Jackson and it was so fucking funny. I was pissing myself for like 10 minutes. Yeah, missed <laughs> a big chunk of the movie from just laughing. Yeah, I loved it. But he also disappears pretty early on. Oh, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, I think, is probably in about max eight minutes of the film. Yeah. Um, I think that's why he's like 
you know, he's got his separate like featuring or whatever. He's not starring. It's like, and Samuel L. Jackson. Cause he's, he's, he's in yeah, it. They paid him, you know, like $5 million to be in eight minutes of the film or whatever. It was kind of cool that they, they got these like big names to be in the film. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It's a huge franchise now. So what would you want to be? And they're probably going to make more of these. Yeah. So- it was open-ended at the end. So there's definitely room for a sequel. Yeah. So Chris Rock will have at least one more movie. Yeah, yeah. And I think he'll do it. It seemed like he was having a really good time. Like, you could tell that... He was he, into it. Yeah, you could tell that he was having a really fun time. So, I think he'd do another one for sure. I was thrown minute one of the movie because the guy who plays McMurray in Letterkenny is the first person you see in the film. <laughs> I was so thrown by that. And you, you said it to me and I was like, I, I didn't really know what you were saying because it, really, it was like a really loud scene. Yeah. And you told me afterwards, I didn't even notice that it was that guy. That whole first section was me just being like, is it? It is, though, but is it? But it is. But I always get so thrown off by things like that. Yeah. It just pulled me right out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, tense and like ready for the movie. And this, is that fucking McMurray? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Letter Kenny. Have we spoken about that on the podcast? Many times. Yeah, okay. Very good show. You should definitely watch it. I don't care who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just make sure that you're in the mood to pay attention. Because it's very hard to understand what they're saying. For me, anyway, I find it really difficult. It's very quick. Yeah. Yeah, anything else about it we didn't really cover? I mean, yeah, as I said, I didn't think it was as good as other Saw movies. The traps were a little bit like... Plain Jane? Yeah, very plain Jane. And you know how the trap is always supposed to be related to something in the person's like life, like what they've done wrong. Yeah. It was like very loosely based on things. It's like... Well, you used your finger to pull the trigger, so your fingers are going to get pulled off. Oh, you spoke out in court, so your tongue's going to... It was just like a little bit loose. And I didn't really think that the people that were getting killed were that bad. Right. So I just didn't... But I guess like Jigsaw does kill like some people who aren't really that bad. Like like drug addicts and stuff. It's like, okay, yeah. Or just people who like can't quit smoking yeah exactly so it's like I <laughs> or guess people who are just sense. like doing their jobs and shit yeah yeah well, their jobs might not be good but that's like their job that they need to get paid to live <laughs> i mean yeah we know that yeah jigsaw's a sicko and he just wants to kill people but he comes up with excuses to do it right but no well he makes them kill themselves yeah yeah. because yeah. <laughs> every everyone has like a way out without anything happening to you or whatever but then you know with these traps though was there a way for them to get out? No, it's you make a choice. Die or get grievously injured. <laughs> yeah, but like I felt like they they had way less of a chance. Like they had way less time. Oh yeah, they weren't ready. Yeah. It was every trap had very short amount of time to make your choice. Yeah. Which I it's not obviously it's not jigsaw, so we can understand that But they wanted them to die. It wasn't Yeah. You have a choice. Yeah. There wasn't some sort of moral thing. It was just using that as an excuse. That's what kind of pissed me off because it was like not jigsaw. Yeah, it's torture yourself until you die, not make a choice to live. So that kind of goes against the whole principle of it, which, you know, as a purist, I'm like triggered. But it wasn't him, so... Yeah, exactly. It wasn't him, so you have to suspend that part of it. But but I'm always going to enjoy a Saw movie, no matter what, so... Nothing wrong with it. Um, I'm trying to think what I'd give it out of 10... Can't go super high. Like, I'd probably go, like, a 7 out of 10 or something like that. I would give it a 7 as well. A good movie. Like, definitely worth watching. Yeah. And everybody in it's quite good and surprising. And mm. story's not amazing. And, yeah, Very traps are not amazing. Yeah, predictable, like, twist. Traps are a bit lacking. Because then when we were talking about it afterwards, I was like, oh, remember, like, 
the one in the house with like the fucking pool of needles and like the box with the blades. Like when you rip your hand, I was just like remembering all of those traps. And I'm like, that was so much better. Yeah, but they're cause they're, that's because they're the ones that just stuck with you the most. Yeah. Because they freak you out the most. Yeah. Because like there's the dudes getting like his fingers ripped off. <laughs> didn't bother me. <laughs> I just didn't understand like what was going on with his legs. Why couldn't he just get out? Uh, his legs were like um, strapped, weren't they? They didn't pay attention to that at all. Though. They didn't like film that or make mm. that clear. I love the saw editing as well. You know how it's always just like the camera moves heaps and there's like yeah. noise just like... <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And there was so much jump scare shit. Like every time, yeah, like a gets ridiculous amount. Everyone gets kidnapped by like the the guy in the pig mask. And it's like a jump scare every time, and you're like, I'm so sick of this. And yeah. there's a really loud noise. So loud. So yeah. like you're gonna jump. Like obviously, saw it's not scary. No, it's not fucking scary. But you jump because they make you jump. There's no way that you can't not jump because no, it's, so it's loud. just human like what's well, the instinct, you know? Yeah, you got to be ready. So loud. It's like, bam! You're like, fuck. And it, yeah, it happens every time. Every time. It happens like four or five times. And you're like, I'm so sick of this fake jump scare. Well, that's, it happened one time in the first movie. Mm. And you're like, that's that's all right. Because that was effective to like actually scare you. And there was like a good lead up and stuff. They don't really have any good lead ups. It was literally just out of nowhere, loud sound. Yeah. So. That's annoying. All right. Time for the main event, I guess. Let's do it. <laughs> Time. Do I ever forget not to? I don't think it's about forgetting. It's forget we don't, not. To. We don't really need it. Forget to. Oh, double negative. I hate double negatives. Don't get me started on double negatives. <laughs> well, that's not not good. Uh, so let <laughs> this time we decided to watch. You want to say what it's called? See if you can remember. Modoc. Whoa! Look I'm at you looking go. at it. Oh, I wouldn't have remembered otherwise. Okay. Let's be honest. I never remember the name of anything. That's no fun. What service was it on? Disney Plus. Killing it. Oh, my God. Where'd you go today? Look at me go. It's that fucking pear juice, dude. I'm telling you. Oh, my mental you right agi- My mental agility has just gone through the roof. Just a cup of pectin. That'll sort you out. Mm-hmm. I actually had one as well just before. Another pear juice? Yeah. Does it work after? No, oh, because I'm drinking now. Oh, well, how much are you going to drink now? No, not a lot, but like... <laughs> I, was I, just say. Thought, I just thought, well, I've got two of these But if I can test it out while I've got another one. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get fucked up. I'm going to work tomorrow. Woo. Monday, yeah. When's the next fucking public holiday? <laughs> uh, soon. We get Queen's birthday. You know, I was... Oh, well, this is kind of a little bit like... Dropping we, it on we, me in the podcast. No, 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 like we should have spoken about this like off off the podcast. But I was thinking we should book that tiny house thing maybe for that long weekend. Yeah, why not? If we If it's not booked. I don't know if... People have probably booked it up. I don't know. We'll check after this if yeah. we remember, which we won't because we never remember to do anything. But then we should take, because I think it's a Monday, we should take Friday off and have like a four-day weekend. Yeah. I was, I was supposed to talk to you about that, but I forgot until just then. So uh, everyone could be involved in just our life admin. That's what life is, just admin. Yeah, basically. Just admin and then you die. All right. So this show, <laughs> it is on Disney Plus, uh, just came out. Don't two know. Days ago. Two days. Okay. Kate's all over this. You're fucking killing it. The pear juice. The pear juice. <laughs> New Marvel show, but we've avoided the last few Marvel shows because they just didn't seem very up our alley. Bit samey. Very samey. Just get the same characters, make a shitty story that we can stretch out, mm. put it out there. 
Although I'm still kind of interested to watch WandaVision. Well, we can watch WandaVision if you want, but we haven't finished Invincible yet. Because every time I want to watch it, you're like, nah. I just need to be in the mood, I think. I think it's from the same producers as Robot Chicken. So that it's makes that, sense. It's that same style. Seth Green is one of the producers on it. What are your opening statement? What's your opening thoughts about it? Pretty funny, but also a little hit or miss with the jokes. They usually do... It's hard to explain. So when they make Robot Chicken and it's written, it's just one joke and then it changes. So they're just sketches. Because they do that, they know what all the levels are. And instead of just leaving in the good jokes, they've just left in all of it <laughs> to try to get every audience. Yeah, okay. Because that makes you sense. and I laughed at the same jokes, which were like the little throwaway background jokes, which is what we always do. Yeah, we always yeah, love yeah. those in every show. You can tell where all the jokes are. But it's because it's all just jokes. They're just hitting it yeah, yeah, as hard yeah. as they can. The whole sh- the whole episode was literally just all jokes. Yeah, the like story is a jokes. <laughs> yeah, the story is a vessel to fit the jokes yeah. in. Is here are the jokes, <laughs> and the story is just secondary. But I think the jokes that that were there for me overall made it enjoyable. Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. So it's basically about wait, do you want to, do you want to have an opening statement or was that your sort of opening statement? Well, that was yours. We were just talking. Go on, you have a. You have a go then? Yeah, so you have was... a little go with your little opening statement? Oh, thanks, mate. Cancelled. Uh, <laughs> well, I like Robot Chicken, so mm. it was going to work it for me. It was very that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patton Oswalt is like a lot. Right? I saw that in the credits and I was like, oh, our best mate strikes again. <laughs> but this character I've got literally no connection to. Never seen anything. Is it a real character? That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's comics about this guy? Yeah. Not about, he's just a, a villain okay. in a lot of the comics. Right. I've never heard of him before. It's understandable. It's not not the best. <laughs> like, not really interesting, but a good vessel to make this kind of show. Yeah, 100%. That's your opening statement? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> you seem very, like, on edge to get to the IMDb so you can put your phone down, so... All right, let's look at the IMDb. <laughs> on here, it's actually named Marvel's Modoc. I don't know if that's... In case you get it confused with another one? The other guy that's called Modoc. I don't know. Do you want to have a little guess at what the rating is on IMDb? Oh, probably like a 4.2. <laughs> Oh, you're being a bit harsh. Got a 6.3. That's all right. People usually just rate these things really badly. Yeah. But it's also only got one episode. Yeah, so is it being released like week to week or whatever? Have to assume. Okay. Unless they're doing like a weird infinity train thing where they've, here's one and then yeah, get they'll the release it all hmm. later. Maybe. But that's only from um, 566 reviews. Yeah, because who's fucking watching this? Us and 566 other people, I guess. There you go. <laughs> So the description- None of them made a podcast about it. <laughs> the description is, it centers around an ego... Oh, God. May- Mani- <laughs> ego maniacal supervillain. Nailed it. <laughs> Just cut out where I had to pause and like... No, it's the only pause I'm going to leave in. Oh, God. With a really big head and a really little body, little body, <laughs> who struggles to maintain control of his evil organization and his demanding family. So yeah, when you described this to me, you were like, oh, it's like a supervillain having a midlife crisis. And I was like, that sounds fucking interesting. And yeah, it was. I haven't really seen anything similar to this. I guess maybe like what comes to mind is, you know, the Incredibles, Mr. Incredible and like Elastigirl or whatever, like when they get married and have kids and there's like that point of time where they, they're sort of in half retirement. Yeah. And they're just like living their normal like middle-aged lives. It's a little bit like that. But obviously on the supervillain side instead of the uh, hero side, so... It's interesting. You okay? I thought you had something in your eyeball. I do. You okay? Yeah, I'll be all right. 
I don't need to see to talk. <laughs> just like put your hand over your eye. Yeah. I patch the shit out of it. Weird that we're doing a review on this because I don't really know what to say about it. <laughs> it's the same sort of style as Robot Chicken. So it's very bright and colourful. It's all this sort of claymation, but mostly action figure manipulation. Is it computer generated or not? Robot Chicken's not. Maybe it could be, but why would you leave it looking that shit <laughs> if it didn't have to be? It looks so cool. I, I like it. You know, even with the main, you know, the main guy, Modok, his body, like his torso is all like clayish, and then his arms and legs have like a different look. Well, yeah, because it's they'd so have... It's so weird. They just have metal wire and they don't really need to do a lot. So they'll just replace just the hand parts when he has to make shapes with his hands. Yeah. But the arms will be fabric around it's fabric, something. Yeah. yeah. So then it's like this weird contrast where most of the scene is just smooth plastic and then you just have like his arms and legs that are fabric. But also all the suits are going to be like plastic fabric yeah. and all the clothes are fabric. Yeah. Like they make it all. Yeah. It's really cool. I, I like that kind of look. It's different. You're just not, you're not used to it. I don't watch a lot of Robot Chicken, so yeah. for me, this is quite, like, out of what I usually see. Like, I just watch, like, straight animation. Sis. <laughs> what? Sis. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I really like how it looks. It's cool as. And the blood is, like, it looks like strawberry sauce or something. It has to be made out of clay and they have to... It's just, like, bright red. Do you say this was a rated a 15? MA15? MA15 for this yeah. one. Which makes sense because it's... There's like violence and stuff. It's not as crazy as Invincibles because it's not like malicious violence. <laughs> what is it called? Invincible. Sorry, Invincible. I was talking about The Incredibles before, that's why. Um, we did this exact same thing on the last podcast, I think. I'm a mess. But yeah, it's not like Invincible because it's not like this malicious violence. No. It's more like comedic violence. Everything is only used in order to propel the jokes. There's mm. No other reason for anything. Literally, like, every every instance of violence is funny. Yeah. It's like, someone gets his arm blown off and he apologises for, like, thinking that the coffee was for everyone. Yeah. It's like this mutant dog that gets its, like, head blown off. Um, and that's comedic. Like, it's all, you know, someone, like a guy on a parachute, he gets the parachute shot and dies. And that's funny because he thinks he survived, but he hasn't. You know, it's just... Every death and injury is funny, and yep. that's ro- that is Robot Chicken. I know, I know that for a fact that all the violence is supposed to be funny. Yeah, and uh, maybe kids shouldn't be watching this kind of stuff, which is why it's a fifteen plus. Oh, they definitely should not. Because yeah, it is like yeah, it's funny to blow someone's arm off. Fucking hilarious. Well, um, everybody's gonna keep more than one point five away from Kate, I guess. <laughs> COVID safe. What was that laugh? <laughs> That <laughs> was my COVID safe laugh. Oh, okay. COVID you, safe? Putting your arm into your your face, face <laughs> into your arm and then laughing. The COVID laugh. It was funny we were in the supermarket earlier and this little girl with her mum was like coughing. And then her mum was like, darling, you cough into your elbow, you know, <laughs> and like demonstrated it. And then the girl did it. Yeah. I was like, wow, it's a different world, dude. Yeah. Usually you just have kids just be like... <laughs> You know, like that fucking meme of the the cat that's just like, <laughs> usually it's just like that with kids. Well, you're supposed to tell them to cover their mouths. I know, but now it's like, cough into your elbow and the kid's like, oh yeah, COVID safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, the kid did not say that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she did. I heard her. Okay. She went COVID safe and then went, 
into her elbow. Sounds like a cool guy. She was cute. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything we want to talk about in a general sense? Maybe we should go into rating so we can be all more right. specific. And we can talk about the plot and stuff. Don't know like why that. I'm finding it so difficult. I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. It was very funny, a lot of the jokes. So I wasn't really thinking about what was happening so much. I was just like laughing at it. I know what you mean. Which is like a weird thing now because that like doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. Things aren't... Fun. <laughs> yeah, but then not played for laughs as hard as this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this whenever... is just like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, whenever there's a joke that's sort of lame... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's so fast that so you're yeah. onto the next thing already. Exactly. So you don't spend the whole time being like, oh, for ages. It doesn't give you time to be like, oh, my God, what the fuck? That's there's exactly some... how I felt too because some mm. of the jokes were so shit. Yeah. But then it was like I didn't care because then the next joke I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I haven't heard that before. Mm. And I'm like laughing my ass off. LMAO, you know, hashtag LMAO. Bob's your uncle. All right, cool. That's embarrassing for you. Let's move on to ratings. <laughs> All right, so shall we go with the uh, plot first? A plot. Maybe we should describe it a little bit. Modoc has the company, AIM, and their only purpose is to blow stuff up and cause discourse in the world. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, and they have run out of money, so they're bankrupt. So they have to sell part of the company to what I guess is supposed to be Google mm. to keep it going. Uh, he's got this family, so he's got two kids. One of them looks like just a normal person and his daughter looks like him, but she's like super evil, just like he is. And his wife is like an influencer. Mm. and she's he's got a YouTube channel. Yeah, but she's just become famous enough that she can support their whole lives, so he doesn't have to work anymore. But he doesn't care about that because... He just cares about his company or whatever. And then... He's just got a huge ego. Like, he only yeah. cares about himself. And then, I don't even understand how he got this wife. Yeah. And at the end, she asks him for a divorce. Yeah. And that's just been life crisis. Yeah. I love the fucking... Uh, so, it's just kind of, like, character-based. But the the Google quotation marks, that employee is so fucking funny. He's amazing. He had some of the best lines in the whole thing. He was amazing. I The one that I'm going to remember is, like... When he knocks on his door and he's just like, I'll vaporize you. And he's like, oh, you vape? Cool. <laughs> just like, yeah, that was so good. He's so shit. Doesn't listen to like anything anybody says. Yeah, he's ugh. he's perfect. It's kind of cool that we're getting all these new stereotype characters. Yeah. Like that kind of character would not have existed like five years ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so now we're getting all of these new stereotypes coming up in, in pop culture, which is really fun, I reckon. Just tech bros. And yeah, tech bros and like influencers, like the wife, like a social media YouTube influencer. We wouldn't have had that five, ten years ago. Um, so, yeah. Got to stick with the times, mate. It's really cool to see like these new characters come into the space. I love it. But we are still talking about plot. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But yeah, I think it sets, it sets it up well. It's basically just a carrier for the jokes. Yeah. So as long as it makes sense, it's fine. And as you said, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to the plot. I was like, okay, his company has no money. I don't, I don't really care. I'm just watching this funny character in the visor. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was good. I did like that. <laughs> he was quite the accountant good. one. Yeah, he was quite good. So yeah, like I can't really like comment that much on the plot. I feel like no, it was just a vessel for jokes, and it makes a lot of sense. But it is just to get you from A to B. So I'll probably give it like a five. Yeah. Easy to follow, good vessel for the jokes that they did have. 
uh, but nothing super interesting. It's there just for that. They know it's there just for that. They're not yeah. trying to yeah. say anything particularly about it or with the plot. It's just we need this to get to the point where the story can continue. Yeah, I agree with you. I think probably about a six for me. Got to outdo me. Yeah. So now we can talk about characters. Amazing. Amazing. That's the point of this whole thing, right? I've already said so much about the characters. I don't want to repeat myself. That's fair enough. Everybody Just refer back to... Uh, everybody heard you. 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Make all the characters that matter really obvious. They have their own distinct personalities and what they care about, and that becomes clear. Even though those are just told through jokes, they're still well-rounded enough to make sense in the context of this show, and they are all really funny, but the same amount in those personalities. Yeah. Very well-written, very clever characters. Can't say anything about the acting because they're not people. Uh, <laughs> but the voice acting is pretty good. Yeah, for sure. But I do like how even though all the dudes in suits uh, look exactly the same, other than the guy with the visor and the dude with the missing arm, but they all have personalities, personalities yeah. which is really interesting. You know, I, I fucking hate minions, right? Yeah. But it's got that vibe to it where it's like... All the minions look the same, but then you've got like all these little different cute personalities between all the different minions. And it's very that, you know. It does remind me of one of these other sort of adult swim project things where they have all the minions that look the same, but they all have distinct personalities. Yeah. I I really love that, actually. It's a really clever idea. I do really like it. And I mean, it saves them heaps of money because they wear helmets, so they don't have to (laughs) actually animate these people's faces. Background characters can often deliver the best jokes and it's so much better when it's a background character that delivers the best joke of the episode than if it was the main character. A hundred percent. Somebody who's disconnected enough to make a joke, it not actually affect anything, but that's, that's a joke just for you because it's someone who's basically you making that joke. Exactly. It's more relatable. And I think that's why it's so effective in this, the way that they have done that kind of, you know, henchman type, character study is just really effective you can put so much more comedy into it so i'll give it like a seven and a half i reckon for characters mate i fucking like i love it eight and a half Whew. so usually it would be cinematography and what it looks like but we're going with animation style i guess yeah it's really cool i really like the mi- it's like mixed media is that like a wanky thing to say that's an incredibly wanky thing to say but you know what i mean right no <laughs> uh Yes and no. Mixed media would be more if there was live action parts. Yeah, okay, okay. But at some points it kind of does look live action. Like it's a bit it's a bit trippy how it looks, especially because like the scene, the action scene, because it's all quite fast, it's a bit confusing like what you're looking at. You don't know if it is live action or clay or They've know, been models. developing this style and this is just their style. But they've been developing it for years. Mm. So there's a lot of tricks that they've invented to it's make this really stuff cool. work. Because it kind of confuses your brain a bit. Like, you don't really know what you're watching. And, um, yeah, it just makes it exciting and, like, extremely interesting to watch. What did you think? I feel like this is the Robot Chicken style taken to its natural conclusion. Because now they've got Marvel money. Like, they've got Disney money <laughs> to make true, a thing. Yeah. So all the sets are individually built. And the attention to detail is a lot higher than it usually is. It's very detailed, yeah. And they can have way more characters in a frame and on screen and they all can look way different and they're obviously all custom built, Mm. unlike before where they just buy the action figures and make the mouths. Uh, A lot of the voiceover stuff, so how the mouths match Mm. is a lot better than it 
has been before. Oh, yeah. It looks so good. Like, the emotion that they can get on these shitty character faces is yep. pretty insane. So, they've got a lot more money, people, and time. So, this is obviously what it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. So, what they were aiming for. So, this is the peak of what this style that's been basically invented by Seth Green and that other guy uh, can be currently is and like, still keep it authentic to that style. Is there, like, a behind the scenes or, like, a documentary about the making of Robot Chicken or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, there's tons of them. I'd quite, I'd be quite interested in seeing something like that because I can't really think about how this is made. I'd really like to know how it's made. Visually, minimum is like 24 frames a second. So you set it up, you take a photo, you move it like a little bit <laughs> and you take another photo. Yeah. And you have 24 photos, makes you one second. Yeah, because I remember watching, then... <laughs> like back in the day, I watched like a documentary about how Chicken Run was made. Oh, you love Chicken Run. I fucking love... Who doesn't love Chicken Run? <laughs> That's one of the best movies like of our childhood, right? Uh, the best movies. <laughs> one of the best movies. It's a, it's a very good movie, but I do like the idea that Chicken Run is one of the best movies. <laughs> it's just, as a concept, it's very funny. I don't want to be a pie. Oh my God, it's such a good movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie at all. It's a very good movie. But But I I just think it's very funny that it's Chicken Run. I think it's because I'm English. And it's like I've got that nostalgia for like Wallace and Gromit. Because I grew up watching Wallace and Gromit. But Wallace and Gromit is incredible. Yeah. But then Chicken Run, I think, is basically made by the same people, right? Yeah. They've got like the same look to their characters. It's the same style, yeah. And you can tell by the character design that it's the same style. So for me, Chicken Run was like just revolutionary because I grew up with Gwallis and Gromit and then I was like oh my god a movie of it like this is insanity and I used to watch like Shaun the Sheep and stuff all the time like they, they made that movie Close Shave Jesus Gwallis and Gromit oh my god yeah the like, Close Shave that was a good movie that shit blows my mind and when I watched a documentary about how they make that stuff I was like Seebs because you know I have no patience yeah. there is no way I could ever do claymation because I just could not be bothered you have to move it like a tiny, like um, two millimeters, take another picture. It's crazy. Yeah. But the thing is, not only that you have to move it, but you have to calculate how much to move it. Yeah. To change the speed of that character. Yeah. And then depending on like the situation, then how how do you move it the exact same amount to make it smooth? Like I, I feel like Kubo was like the peak oh, of one Kubo of those. Kubo was so good. Because it's like. They have the monkey, and the monkey has fur, yeah. and the fur always moves, oh. and there's, like, fight scenes and shit. The people that do that are, f- are fucking, like, like God blessing. Like, yeah. how can you have the patience to do that? This is the thing, because we could just do it with computers and that. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it's just way more authentic and beautiful when it's done properly. Because of the amount of effort that goes yeah. into doing it. And I like it. Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit, like, kids will probably watch that these days and be like, this looks shit. Like, yeah. dude, you don't understand. Like, this is art. Like, I understand that, you know, computer generation is also art. They do amazing stuff with computers now. All the new animations that come out, everything looks so beautiful, so shiny. So there's just something about claymation that's really, like, nostalgic for me. So I get that from this show. Just link it back into that. Talking a lot about my childhood in this, like talk, yeah, <laughs> going into like childhood. Save all this. Send this podcast to your therapist, mate. Oh, straight Jesus there. Christ! Yeah, well, I'm seeing you on next week, so uh... see how they go. <laughs> so, what would you give it out of ten? I think I'm happy with like about an eight. An eight for how it looks. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, I would give it probably a seven for how it looks. It is like a really good version of Robot Chicken, but it still has the same constraints that that style comes with. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. But what's knocking it down for you, though? I've watched a lot of Robot Chicken. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's like uh, the difference... Well, So the jump between Robot Chicken and this is not as big as, say, like you watch a Disney series and a Disney film. Uh-huh. Like, you know how every time yeah, you yeah, yeah. watch a Disney movie, you're always like, wow, all this stuff has happened. They haven't cut one corner. It's the same sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, the jump... I always hate that. The jump isn't so big that it's made me like, wow. It's just obviously like they've got more money to put into it. And they've... Mm. So they haven't cut as many corners. I always used to hate that. Like, not so much these days, but back in the day when they used to make like Disney TV shows of movies. Yeah. And the animation quality was literally like 10 times worse. The it, Aladdin TV show. Yeah. And... Everything just looks like two-dimensional. The colors are fucked. Where yeah, everything that's in the background never moves. Yeah. And it's just this gray blue. It's the worst. Yeah. Whereas when you watch the films, you're like, wow. Yeah. Everybody moves. Everybody's detailed out. The right amount it... for how far away they are. I feel like it's not as bad as that now. When they make TV shows of movies, but back in the day, Jesus Christ, like there was some shit that came out. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to watch all of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So overall. To be honest, when you asked me before, what would you give it? And I said eight. That was my overall score. (laughs) Oh, really? That's good. But um, then you were like, for how it looks? And I was like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, eight. Yep. So you're giving it an eight for overall. Yeah, I think eight overall. I think a seven and a half and eight is a good score for it. Yeah. I have a big connection to this style because I've watched a lot of Robot Chicken. I love Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken, Robot Chicken, Robot Chicken. I love it. It's so clever. Tiny little sketches about all these pop culture characters. And they're like, make a show about a pop culture character that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> this is it. This is what they would do if they were making a show and they had yeah. enough money. I and love so it's a little more toned down. Like it can like young people can watch this. I love the background characters, which is what Robert Chicken lacked because mm. it's just a sketch. Mm-hmm. There's only the main players. Mm. Yeah. Now we have background characters which make the best jokes, which are the ones that we really love. It's not as in your face. And yeah, it's pretty thick with jokes. Everything is trying to be a joke. Yeah. As I said, eighty percent jokes I'd I'd say. Yeah. But none of them are bad. But any that sort of miss the mark a little bit are drowned out by the next thing and the next thing. And it just keeps you interested and you're having a good time. And then it's over. Yeah. Yeah, it's short. Like, what was it, 20, 25 minutes? Yeah. I'm kind of like a little bit disappointed that we don't have another one to watch. Once it was over, you were just like going through all the menus trying to find the second episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I just wanted to have a look. Oh, how many episodes are there? Like, and it was Yeah, could we out? knock this over in a week? Yeah. And it seems like a very quick thing you can watch. That's just a bit of fun. No, I, like when you uh, mentioned it, I was like, oh, yeah, it'll be all right. And I was I was presently surprised. So. I must admit, I I didn't know that it was a Seth Green creation. I wasn't aware. Mm. I knew it was coming out and I knew that it was like, oh, there's an adult animation for Marvel coming out. I thought, oh, we probably should watch that. Uh, and then I only just noticed today that it had come out. We were going to watch another adult animation. So I thought, we'll watch this one. Yeah. And we can pull the one we were going to watch together with the other interrelated ones. Maybe we can watch all of them and okay. compare them or something. That sounds good. That's That makes sense to do yeah. that. But this has got to be on its own because this is yeah so weird. <laughs> I think this one 
will probably be better than the other one we were thinking of as well. <laughs> yeah. I've got a bad feeling about the other one. It'll be another fun thing for a Marvel completionists. You know, if they're going to watch everything, this is not going to disappoint you. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah, I'd recommend it for sure. So I guess keep watching it when episodes come out. Yeah, I will. We will. Fucking watch it without me, mate. We're getting a divorce. Shit. Modoc was the one that... <laughs> the straw that broke the camel's back. Yep, you know it. Well, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to contact us, you can t- contact us on all our social media pipes. Instagram, Pilot Podcast. Uh, Twitter, at Pilot Pod. You can email us, pilotopodcast at gmail.com. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. We. Got some good shit on there. And, um, yeah, let us know if you want us to watch anything in particular. I would really like to get recommendations, actually, because then we don't have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> the recommendations would be nice, yeah. I hate that whole thing where we're like, oh, what the fuck are we going to watch? Like, we literally decided we were going to watch this five minutes before we watched it. Yeah. Like, I woke up from a nap and I was like, what are we watching? Well, there's nothing I'm excited to watch at the moment, but I don't know why that is. You know what I am excited to watch? The Conjuring. <laughs> we. That comes out so soon. Okay. Like, but the no question, the question becomes... comes out next week. It's the third. It comes out on the third. The question becomes... Are we going to watch the first two again before we watch but it? But we just watched them recently. Like halfway through last year or something. It's been like almost a year. Oh, yeah, but I feel like that's recent. Okay. I don't think a movie... I feel like... Jesus. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> smashing the computer. Um, I feel like a movie that I haven't seen for a while is like five years ago. All right. I was just going to use an excuse to watch the first two no, because I don't really remember like what happened. We can. Yes. If you don't want to, I'll Isn't watch them three, by myself. Though? This is the third one that's okay, coming I'm out. I'm getting confused because there's so many spin-offs. I don't mean the spin-offs. I just mean you just, the, I just, just mean the centrals. The conjuring. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, we can watch them. Yes. But I would like to watch the first Saw movie first. That's my only condition. Okay. I'll watch the conjuring movies by myself. But if you don't want to watch them, no, I'll watch them. I fucking watch them. I love them. <laughs> They're great. More life admin. Oh. Jesus. Excuse me. <laughs> I just drank a UDL. Uh, sugar-free mixed berry flavor would recommend also i would not recommend fucking seltzer i have not had a seltzer that i've enjoyed from start to finish i don't think they're for that i think you're supposed that's why like white claws come in really thin cans they taste like shit i'm sorry (laughs) like i would rather just drink like a vodka soda that i just made at home well it's gonna be a lot smaller i'm gonna get they have to be like cold so canned seltzers, yeah. I had one sip of that strawberries and cream one and I was like, oh, this is fucking nice. And then I got a can and I drank like a quarter of it and much. I was like, I cannot drink this. This can is, is too much. awful. Why is everyone so obsessed with seltzer? I feel like people are just pretending that they like it. It's fine. It's just because it doesn't taste like booze. Enough uh, seltzer bashing. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And send us recommendations for God's sake. Bye. Bye. Bye.